game week in Atlanta, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai. Breaks a tackle. Oh, and he's gone. House call. Touchdown. And we're a point after away from being all tied up. We'll hear from Georgia Tech football head coach Brent Key and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Runs it right, slams into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets! Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Thursday evening to you. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand-new edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai into October and on to Miami. And a great opportunity for your Yellow Jackets this Saturday. Tech has won four of its last five ACC road games. Two of those have come against ranked opponents. And what a waste Georgia Tech on Saturday night. Road game against a ranked conference opponent. Number 17, Miami. Tommy Slether, little past 8 o'clock. And we'll break that all down and more over the next 60 minutes with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Brent Key. My name is Andy Demetra. And without further ado, let's welcome him in, head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Brent Key. Coach, good to visit with you. How are you? Uh, doing well. Doing well. Uh, excited for the game this weekend and uh, go out uh, you know, play the way the game's supposed to be played. You said to your team, you addressed it in your press conference this week, that that Bowling Green game will define our season, but it is up to you, meaning the players, how that's defined. Uh, From an X's and O's standpoint, though, what were some of the takeaways versus Bowling Green things the team needs to learn from so that they can be more of that team like we saw the week prior versus Wake Forest? Yeah, I mean, it's all three phases that that was addressed. And, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, everything – that takes place in a football game good things bad things they're they're all you know looked at they're addressed but when 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 you have a a a total uh lack of execution in all three phases all right that's on me and and that that's and that's that's my fault and i i I take the uh i take the 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 blame the responsibility to to fix it uh so that's that's where it is and then you know, as a coaching staff, uh, you, everyone's got to look themselves in the mirror. You know, as, as a team, every player uh, has to look themselves in the mirror, and that's why I, I, I accept the responsibility because you know you've each person in, in the organization has to find out ways to do things better and, and, and to, to prepare and, and the ways to prepare. So you know, you go out and you, and you play play well early in the football game. And it shows it has no bearing on, on on the outcome. So, you know, there's there's a lot of things this week that we, we've looked at and addressed that uh, hopefully lead to uh, that not happening again. You kind of view this as a gut check game, not just for the players, but for everybody in in the program. Yeah, well, I think every game's a gut check game. To be honest with you, it you know, it, t- it takes guts to play a game, and you know, obviously we we didn't we didn't show up and. In, in, were able to sustain that last week so uh you know the gut check last week you know showed up gutless and that there's no other way to really put it so uh you know this week i expect this team to 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 respond i expect this team to uh to to play the way that we're supposed to play i expect this coaching staff to 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 coach the way we're capable of coaching and myself to coach the way i'm capable of coaching as you announced on sunday kevin Shear will take over the defensive coordinator duties so he'll be on the headset at hard rock stadium on saturday i know you talked about this back in august when we first got to meet kevin but what attracted you to him uh, when you had that opening for linebackers coach and, and how does he align with you 
from a philosophical football standpoint? Uh, very similar in, in the fact that uh, you know Kevin Kevin was brought in. Uh, one of the, you know, I'd, I'd not previously worked with him, uh, but we have a lot of close acquaintances and close friends that have, we've worked with each other. So uh, the, you know his background, his level of experience at, at, at every level you know uh, of football from it, you know the NFL to college to even you know successful high school coach and. Uh, uh, years ago, and you know, it's funny he he talks of the things that, that he's learned now. We talk about you know the simplification of things, and you know he'll say, "Well, that's what that, you know." In his drawn out voice, uh, I, I shouldn't make fun of it too much. He, he's from about twenty minutes up the road from where I'm from, <laughs> so uh, he says, "You know, um, I, we, we were doing that and learned that back in uh, back at Hoover High School with with Rush back in back in '07." <laughs> so. Uh, you know, he's got a way of simplifying things. He's got a, uh, a it's a one voice operation, and, and you know to get players to respond and play a certain way, and, and to be in position to to go out and execute. A one voice operation, but that voice evidently has some uh, Adianta Alabama twang to it. So that'll be uh, fun to hear on the headset. Do you do you derive some confidence knowing that last year you look at the pit game? You look at the Miami game last year here at Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field. The following week, you go on the road. You knock off a number 12 North Carolina team. You go from the Ole Miss game to the following Saturday, beating a Wake Forest team on the road that had won 22 of its last 26 at home. Do you take confidence as a team, as a staff, knowing that you have shown the ability in really recent times as well to circle the wagons and rally and get the kind of response you want. Yeah, you, 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 that that it, it makes you feel better. But I don't. I don't believe that those are <clears throat> have any impact on the outcome of what this game will be on Saturday. But just knowing that your team is going to be in the right headspace because they've shown that before. Yeah, they have. You know, we got it to the point where we're in that right headspace every game, and it, there's a consistent approach to the way we uh, go about the game, and, and you know the preparation is one part of it and last week you have a good week of preparation well you know wh- what's going on in the mental aspect of, of, of the in the heads of you know players before the game and uh you know the same as this week you know what's going through the mental uh the, you know, what, what mindset do they have so you know to, to 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 go on this uh trip this weekend and to go down and play a good football team uh you know to get the response that we've gotten in the past you know is what we what we want it's what we expect uh, but we also have to get to the point where it's not a response each week it, it becomes it's just truly our identity and who we are uh, Miami 4-0 this will be their ACC opener they're coming off a bye week looking back at that Bowling Green game one of the differentiators was on third down and it's funny we were talking last week about that Wake Forest game one team was near the bottom nationally in sacks one was leading the nation one team wound up with eight sacks the other had none but it wasn't the, the team that you necessarily expected entering that Bowling Green game you were 15th in the country in third down conversions, only managed two of eight. Bowling Green, on the other hand, was, I think, converting at a 27% rate, and they go 10 of 17. Any common threads as to why maybe the defense struggled to get stops and then on the flip side, the offense struggled to get conversions Saturday? Yeah, well, we, we've got <coughs> to be consistent in what we're doing. We've got to have some cohesion on, on both sides of the football. Uh, on the offensive side, we're, we're in too many third and longs. And, and really, it, it starts with 
the the second and seven plus. It, you know, if you look at our second and seven plus, we're we're t- we're twice as many second and seven pluses right now as we are second and uh, you know three to six. So how do you improve your third down? You improve your se- <clears throat> improve your second down and you improve your first down. So we've got to be a better first down team. We've got to be a more efficient first down team. We've got to have uh, you know shorter distances to go. We've got to have the ability to, to you know be consistent in the running game where we can run the ball in some of those D and Ds and provide shorter distances to, to gain. Uh, you know. And on the defensive side, you, you you get guys whether it's you know third and short, third and long. You, you've got to be consistent in what, what you're doing on the back end, all right, in your coverage. You, know, you got to you, we have to affect the quarterback with pass rush. Uh, we, we've got to be able to you know, you know, know how to, to to play the assignment that's called and, and stop the, the the quarterback draws. <clears throat> you know the quarterback runs. You know the, the run game on third. Uh, so you know just across the board, uh, we we've got to become a better football team in, in our situational uh, situational ball. You finished with 417 yards of offense, and Haynes threw for four touchdowns. But you know, there was that that big stretch during the game after those two opening touchdowns, where you were unable to to find the end zone until the dying seconds of the third quarter. What was your perspective on on the offenses day versus Bowling Green? Yeah, well. We, we come out, we have two quick scores, <clears throat> and then you know, we go three and out. We, I think, we, I think if I remember correctly, would have been a three, <clears throat> would have been a three and out. And we got a, they, they had a defensive penalty, kept the drive going a little bit, but then we ended up, uh, you know, we, we were we were behind the sticks, and you know, you you, you work to you know, create some. So some some explosive plays or some some perimeter plays, and you know one person doesn't make a block here or uh, one person you know doesn't ex- execute an assignment here. Uh, it, it's you know you're behind the sticks, and you know, it's not fair to put you know the the whole game on, on one one player. It's not it you know. You know, you come out there and you say, "Oh, well, you know, Haynes will Haynes, Haynes will get it done here." You know, and, and not that that's, you know, the not what people are saying, but it's almost like that's the mentality of, "Oh, well, you know, man, we're in third, and, it's third and eight right here. Haynes is going to make a play. Receivers going to go to get up and make the play." Well, that's that's not always going to happen, and you know, it's unfair to put that on one person. We, we've got to play, you know, team football, which we've done in the past, of of played team football and complimented each other. Well, last week the the compliment the complimentary football didn't did, 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 uh, excuse me did not. Take place. All right. Well, you have another opportunity this Saturday versus Miami. Tommy Slather, a little past 8 o'clock from Hard Rock Stadium. We are just getting underway. Plenty more conversation to come with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Brent Key. We'll hit our first time out. It is the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai. And we're back after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Wherever you go this fall, greatness starts in a Ford SUV. That's because Ford Escape, Explorer, and the spirited Bronco Sport SUVs have the power, cargo space, and smart tech you need for tailgating on game day. Camping under the stars, fall festivals, romantic dinner dates, concerts, antiquing, pumpkin picking, weekend getaways, school play. For great offers on these versatile SUVs, see your local Ford dealer today. Greatness starts here. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hell of Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the Beer Finder at NewRealmBrewing.com and visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the Eastside Beltline Trail. 
ACC play begins on Saturday, October 21st, when Boston College comes to the Flats and we celebrate Parents and Family Weekend. Then continues Saturday, October 28th, versus the nationally ranked North Carolina Tar Heels for homecoming. Enjoy the free pregame concerts and festivities starting four hours before kickoff of each game that make up the hell of a block party driven by Hyundai that has transformed North Ave into a pregame street party. Tickets start at just $35. For more info, visit ramblinrack.com. Sting them. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Atlanta, home of cloud, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Is Coke Zero Sugar the best Coke ever? Take a taste. To welcome you back to the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai. Look forward to joining you from Hard Rock Stadium Saturday night under the lights. Your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets at number 17. Miami Hurricanes will be on the air with our network pregame and the Ramblin' Red kickoff show at 6 o'clock. I know that he would have it rather not come in a loss, Coach, but you had to be so pleased with the performance of Dominic Blaylock last Saturday. Career-high seven catches, 131 yards. We talked on this show that he was someone you recruited when you you were at Alabama, knowing his injury history, how hard he has worked to just simply get back on the field. How rewarding was it breaking down the film and seeing him have a day like that? Yeah, it was. It, it, obviously, the, the outcome of the game was you know, disappointing, and but to see Dom, you know, who actually the week before uh, was hurt the week before, and uh, you know his knee had sw- swelled up and, and had it drained and you know, wasn't able to play, you know, the game against Wake, but to see him come out and, and make some plays and be a dependable target for Haynes, especially as the game went on, that was encouraging to see, encouraging to see the depth continue to grow with that position. Yeah, almost 20 yards of reception for Dom. Has he had to evolve who he is as a wide receiver because of those injuries? The guy that maybe he flashed early in his career, you know, he, he has to become a different receiver now that he's with you? Yeah, I think he, well, at the end of the day, he's, he's a 
good receiver. And, you know, you, what, what's the best quality of receiver is catching the football. And he's done that. You know, he had a couple of plays earlier in the season that you know, he would would love to have back. And, you know, to, to go out and, and, and put those behind him and move on and, and be that dependable target and make tough catches, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, different than he was before, you know, with, you know from, a, from a true flat-out speed concept. You know, at the end of the day, to have a reliable target is very valuable for the quarterback. Now, still showed a lot of quickness in getting out of his breaks and shaking loose of his DBs and routed 131 receiving yards on Saturday. Of course, you talked about starting fast, and you can't start much faster than a touchdown on the first play from scrimmage. Haynes King to Eric Singleton, 53 yards in that deep over. Now that Eric has caught a touchdown in five consecutive games, the secret's out on Eric Singleton Jr. How have you started to see defenses now account for his presence on the field as this season is unfolded well people are people are trying to put two you know whether inside and out or you know over the top and underneath trying to put you know find a way to to get a get a vice or a, a, a brace on him at times but then you know the first play of the game <coughs> last week uh you know the coverage they were in was was what we were looking for and uh you know because of the play action part of it it, it caused the secondary part of the uh, of, of the coverage not to be there, and he was able to, you know, run past him. It was, a, you know, really, really well thrown balls, but ball to from, from Haynes. You know, but but we do expect to to have people put somebody over the top of him and uh, you, know, you try to double him. He's hard to guard now, and he's not. It's not just because of the speed; it's because of the you know, the receiving ability, the way he can run routes, all those things. So you know, when when you have a guy like that, and people if they do choose to to cover him up and put two over him uh it's, it's got to be able to open up things other places and it can open up uh, space in the secondary for someone like malik rutherford who finally got that first career touchdown catch against bowling green uh, 48 receptions into his career he's making a homecoming this weekend he'll be our pregame guest on the radio network the native of miami how did malik upgrade himself this offseason Brent to be ready for this increased role it's one thing to know mentally that it's going to be my time but you have to translate that into your actions on the field and it seems like Malik has done that he has he's got a his attitude since the beginning of the year has been outstanding really at the end of last year when he started to make some plays for us you know in in, in the slot and the thing about Malik that we uh that is kind of surprising is he's really become that that go-to possession guy for a guy that has the that he does and the guy that, that can run like he can uh, to be one of the fastest guys on the team uh, he, he, he can take the top off he can he can he can win win in different coverages but he's just become that reliable route runner that's where he's supposed to be and that, you know, when the ball needs to go to him uh, you know Haynes is able to deliver it to him He's a physical receiver. I know he's 5'9", 160 pounds. He arrived here as 138 pounds. I think about that catch he had inside the red zone against Ole Miss where he got sawed in half but hung on, had a big catch in traffic on a post route earlier in that game versus Ole Miss. He's some guy. He's a guy who can, can hang on to, to footballs uh, that are heavily contested as well in a way that you may not expect of someone his size. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if you could saw him in half. There wouldn't be much left. No, but he's a he may have felt like it. But yeah, he's yeah. a tough he's a tough little dude now, and you know he, he's not afraid to block and get get in people and you know you know do 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 the dirty work as well. And you know as we've told him the, that doing the dirty work and getting in and, and showing that you have the ability to block, you know that's what also opens up so many other options uh, in, in the passing game to him.
and one guy who's helping tutor the running back, the uh, wide receivers, I should say, this year, former Yellow Jacket. I don't know if we've mentioned him in our show this year. That's DeAndre Smelter back in town as your uh, graduate assistant. What's it been like to have DeAndre uh, on staff with you? Yeah, just to bring the, the element of toughness that he has. Uh, and, and he had as a player here uh, and then obviously went to the, you know, took the step to the next level and was a dual sport player here and anytime you can bring a, a, a former uh, jacket back on staff that ha- you know they can not only be a valuable asset in the coaching and the development of the players but also to share their experiences uh, with these guys it's, it's important it's important to me it's important to our players he has traded the uh, outsized life of a student athlete nfl veteran into the anonymous drudgery of a graduate assistant but uh, deandre smelter is doing it well before we hit the break Haynes King, I'm sure in your eyes, a mixed bag against Bowling Green. Did throw for four touchdowns, 348 yards. Also had a couple of interceptions. Your perspective on the day that Haynes King had? Yeah, there's there's things that I know he uh, wish he had back. There's things that he's got to work to clean up. That's part of the growth of that position as well. We've got to uh, continue to grow from those things. There, there's uh, the. A couple of throws he had, they they got loose. Uh, you know, a couple of it, and one of them was 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 a route that there wasn't someone there, and he had to get rid of the ball. Uh, you know, the other one we have a you know a tip pass down going in, in the red area that uh, you know leads to an interception, and you know it's it's it goes on everybody. You know, it's not just always him. It's uh, you know it, it it's the entire group that has to execute because the quarterback's going to get the glory and they're going to get the blame when when things don't go well so i mean you, you have a ball that you know is thrown uh, it's tipped off the, the our receiver's hand goes up in the air they're able to get it back then you know there's another one that you know, we, we throw and uh it was a well-designed play and threw it a little short and you know if you put a little more air air over the top of it it was probably a you know a major explosive gain but uh, it is what it is, and you gotta you gotta learn from those things. And you can, uh, you know, you can sit back and you know say you know, play the woe is me game, or you can just or you can work to get better. Well, Haynes still 15 touchdown passes, leads the ACC, tied for second in the conference in that category. Is the man you'll oppose this Saturday in Miami's Tyler Van Dyke, Georgia Tech versus Miami, eight o'clock, Tommy's Leather at Hard Rock Stadium. We'll take another timeout. Back for more of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai. It's after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. We're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm. Best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. we got a game to call. Football season is here, and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm. That means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are out in full force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow is an official Georgia Tech football partner, so rest assured that with Arrow Pest and Termite Control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. It's football time, which turns Sunday and Thursday into the best days of the week. Well, they just got better because now through October 29th, Kino has 30% higher payouts during bonus hours. 
win $500, it becomes $650. The bonus hours are Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. So play Kino online and anywhere Kino is sold and get 30% higher payouts during bonus hours. Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Only from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future. A future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel. A unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash Vogel. That's georgiapower.com slash V-O-G-T-L-E. It's not a trait. It's not a talking point. Here, toughness is a tradition. It's woven into the white and gold, defines everything we do on the flats. Toughness is timeless. Take away the glitz, the flash, the attention, the adulation. Only toughness can lead to greatness. And here, we have more of it than you know. It's forged some of our greatest successes, elevated us beyond what others expect, from a kick to a lead to a miracle. Hall of Famers, national champions, and those who have transformed the sport. And through it all, we've done it our way, not like anyone else, because we don't aspire to be like everyone else. So let others preach it, because we epitomize it. And on game day, you'll learn what Georgia Tech toughness is all about. Continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Hyundai and Georgia Tech together in tech innovation and progress with a new EV plan in Georgia. Hyundai looks forward to growing ties with the Institute and the community. Together, we're building the future of technology right here in Georgia. Hyundai and Georgia Tech, it's our journey. He's Brent Key. I'm Andy Demetra. This is the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. As we continue the conversation coming out of Bowling Green, going into the matchup this Saturday with number 17, Miami. And you talk often, Coach, about resetting the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively. Were you looking for improvements on the offensive line heading into Miami? 69 yards rushing. I know some of that was influenced by you chasing points in the second half and having to air it out a little more. Uh, But where do you want to see some of those adjustments and improvements as you get set to face the Miami defensive line? Consistency. Consistency in the run game. We ran the ball 13 times in the game, and uh, you, you had some... You had a couple of runs that were, you know, nice runs that were able to make the you know, right cuts, and uh, then you had some that, you know, the the box is loaded, and it, there there are plays that we could have spit the ball out on the perimeter, and should have spit the ball out on the perimeter. Uh, so you can say, well, the, you know, the quarterback, should, you know, made the wrong read, should have spit it, spit it out. Well, you know, early in the game, if you miss a block on the perimeter on on, on a similar type play. And, you know, it's now it's a three-yard loss, four-yard loss. Well, you know, the confidence to, to spit that thing out there when it's supposed to doesn't always happen. So, you know, it, it's a culmination of all those things. And then when, when, when the time comes to, to be able to run the ball, uh, we, we've got to be consistent in doing it. So and it's not always <clears throat> the uh, – 
you know, the, the play that's called, you know, there, there's ways to take things away. And I think I spoke about this after the weight game and then being able to come back, you know, to those compliment runs that, that, you know, would, would take advantage of something they're doing one way. And then at the end of the day, we've got to continue to sustain. We've got to continue to finish. We've got to continue to, you know, you know, hit the right marks. And, and it's not for a lack of not playing hard. Uh, there, there's not that aspect from, from the offense. It's, you know, playing smart and, and playing, uh, playing, you know, playing hard, but also putting your hat where it belongs. You know, taking the right angle on the perimeter, uh, hitting the right hole as, as, as the running backs. So we've got to continue to improve that. We've worked hard on it all week, and we've got a big challenge this weekend uh, going against Miami and their run defense. Uh, Jamal Haynes, coach, she uh, is sixth in the ACC in rushing. He's fourth in the ACC in all-purpose yards per game. Ledger team in rushing on Saturday. I wrote about him this week for RamblerRack.com, my Inside the Chart column. I'm sure you've met his mom, Annette Johnson. And you probably also knew, and, and hopefully more Georgia Tech fans know this as well, his mom played two seasons of tackle football in an all-women's 11-on-11 semi-pro league. She played for the Atlanta Explosion as a running back. So Jamal, in some sense, he's a second-generation running back in his family, just not the side of the family tree you may have expected. Yeah, I, I know his mom very well. She's uh, she, she's, she's a great person, and when, when when you meet her, you know exactly where, where Jamal gets all his personality and his, and his fire from. No doubt. Yeah, she spent time in the military as well, so got that toughness as well as that infectious personality that she passed down to, uh, to Jamal. Uh, we're entering game six. A- at what point in a season do you start to get a sense that opponents have enough film now to gain an understanding of a team, its tendencies, its scheme, et cetera, uh, the individual strengths of, of players. Are, are we at that point now in the season? If so, when do you start to see that showing up as, as you're scouting an opponent? Yeah, I think really, really three games in. When, once you get to three games, you've you know, the second game you're still ironing things out. By the third game, you, you start to settle into to who you're going to be uh, you know, schematically. It's going to change a little bit week to week, uh, but you know what you're good at is what you're good at. What you're not good at is what you're not good at. Uh, so, you know, both sides, whether it's you know us looking at an opponent or opponent looking at us, we've got to you know continue to be aware of those things and take those things into account. You know, when when we're you know not just game planning but also calling the game. You're facing the Miami team that leads the ACC, 43 points per game. So it's good to have a couple of steady guys on the back end. Miles Brooks, Clayton Powell, Lee sort of taken their entire season to this point into account. I, I don't know if it's been the splashiest from a statistical standpoint, but as you break those two down as a duo, how have they, they've been performing? Are, are they playing the way that you expected them to be? You know, LaMiles is, is someone who you know, everyone on the team, you know, loves the guy you know, he's got you know, he, the, his leadership qualities you know, that, that he has and you know he knows and, and everyone knows he's not played up to the way that he, he wants to play this year and uh you know he's been banged up uh he's been hurt uh it's been you know things he's worked to play through uh, i think we're getting to the point now where he coming really from the first game, you know, till until now i think this might be the healthiest healthiest he's been so uh, I'm, I'm really hoping to see the the, the Miles Brooks that that we all know uh, and that we all uh, want to see out there on the field really uh, begin to, to to show up and, and play the way that we all know that he can right now because it's not because of a lack of, of want to or effort. There, there's uh, you know he's been playing through a lot of a lot of pain and you know a lot of you know you know injuries. So 
it's in, in a lot of the games, you know, there's been what two games that he hadn't played much at all. So uh, we've got to continue to keep him healthy, uh, you know, but you know, some of those reasons are that we, we've got to do a better job in the front seven of, of, of making the tackles and securing the ball and not having those things come, you know, come all the way back there to him. <clears throat> so uh, hoping this week with him being back to you know, close to full full go that we'll see a continue to see the the best version of miles brooks that we can and uh and, and cp has done he's kind of quietly uh played better and better each week you know early you know first game of the season he he missed you know some some key tackles that led to some bigger plays and then uh, you know, could have you know come out of the top end and and been the the saving tackle on on one and uh, uh, then from from that game on, you know, there's been improvement each week, and uh, I still don't think it's even close to what you know his, his standard to what he wants to play is. Uh, you know, you know, definitely as a coaching staff, we, we know everyone's got to play to you know continue to play at a, at a higher level uh, on that side of the ball and put them in positions to be able to make those plays, uh, but. You know, I think Clayton is, is quietly continuing to improve uh, more so than, than than you know people would would really believe until you really sit down and, and evaluate the film in depth. So I've been pleased with his progress. No one needs to you know continue to improve a lot more though. That's an encouraging sign as you dive back into ACC play. Have you finally gotten used to calling him Lamiles? Because I'm guessing when you first met him, recruited him in high school, you were still calling him Miles. Or do you kind of alternate back and forth? Yeah, it, sometimes it's Lamiles. Most of the times it's Miles. Yeah, uh, I had a meeting with him and you know a couple other guys this morning in my office, and uh, it's Miles. Um, he knows he knows I'm probably going to call him Miles more so than Lamiles. Uh, me and his dad have jokes about it too. That uh, I think his dad still calls him Miles as well. Um, so you know he, he'll answer to either one. Well, again, just if you're unaware, Miles is his actual birth certificate name when he was a freshman in high school in Jacksonville, Florida, a senior on the team. He told me playfully started calling him LaMiles for reasons that remain unknown even to him, but he kind of liked it. He thought it had a little more swagger to it than plain old Miles, and so he started calling himself LaMiles. I think that's this, his, his license plate as well, uh, but he began here as Miles, and it wasn't until I think Tobias Oliver connected the dots he told me that he started calling him LaMiles, and then that spread through the rest of the locker room, so by any name, as long as you call him one of the better safeties in the ACC, I think we'll be plenty content with that. Well, he's about to go back to being Miles only for me. Okay, well, you know, you do have that veto power well, as the boss man. Yeah, I'm gonna, it's going to be predicated upon the way he plays in the game. Okay. What, how will he have to play to earn the, the law back? <laughs> My decision. <laughs> <laughs> Coach's discretion. And on that, let's take another timeout, shall we? We continue the conversation with head coach Brent Key in just a moment. It's the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. When it comes to interiors, Hyundai models have serious game. I'll be the judge of that. I'm in high-end real estate. I know a good interior when I see one. Well, for starters, we offer first-class features like Android Auto, which you can play in the available Bose Premium Audio System. Hmm, like whole house audio. Very high-end. We added available heated front and rear seats. Even the steering wheel heats up. Comfort is big right now. Also, it's flooded with natural light in here. And it's got modern conveniences, too, like available wireless device charging. Open layout, upscale amenities, exquisite driving experience. I could have this under contract in 15 minutes with a one-hour closing. Um, 
Let me work up the numbers and get back to you. It's your journey. Own every mile. Now, get 2.99% APR for 60 months or up to 1,500 total savings on the 2023 and 2024 Tucson. Visit your local Hyundai dealer today. Offer ends October 31st. Call 562-314-4603 for details. ACC play begins on Saturday, October 21st, when Boston College comes to the flats and we celebrate Parents and Family Weekend. Then continues Saturday, October 28th versus the nationally ranked North Carolina Tar Heels for homecoming. Enjoy the free pregame concerts and festivities starting four hours before kickoff of each game that make up the hell of a block party driven by Hyundai that has transformed North Ave into a pregame street party. Tickets start at just $35. For more info, visit ramblinrack.com. Sting them. Hello and welcome to the Kroger Show. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You know Georgia Tech football is exciting to watch. But here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, Local Union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. Atlanta, home of cloud, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city, you have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. Source on Georgia Tech football than our team of Yellow Jacket Insiders. This is the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. You have to get that power on Saturday night, 8 o'clock, when we get things going at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and the number 17 Miami Hurricanes 4-0 on the year playing their ACC opener. Georgia Tech, meanwhile, trying to follow up a road conference win two Saturdays ago against Wake Forest that had also been very tough 
at home. So you got a little bit of that to give you some confidence heading into Hard Rock Stadium. And, of course, you'll see a familiar face on the opposing sideline, Mario Cristobal, second year at his alma mater. You guys, a former uh, a pair of former offensive linemen now coaching your alma maters, and you were on the same staff together uh, at Alabama in 2016. D- does that make it a harder Coach, when you are opposing somebody that you have worked with that you know on a professional standpoint versus someone not? I don't think so. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's about our team and uh, you know, what, what we're going to go out there and do uh, against you know, the opponent. So you know, it's what, second time this year faced faced an opponent that uh, we were on the same staff same time same side of the ball <laughs> is is uh it, that those years so uh, i don't think it changes anything uh, about the way the game is played at all yeah yeah I, i'm sure i asked you some version of that question a few weeks back as well uh Tavares tillman is our pregame guest on the radio network this saturday your former teammate at georgia tech he also uh, had some time professionally uh, in miami with the dolphins when you guys were teammates at tech did you get a sense in one another that I was looking at a future coach, not knowing that all these years later you guys would be on the same staff together? Oh gosh, back then there, there, there's there's no way we would have thought thought about that then. Uh, you know, looking back on it now, you see the type of player uh, that he was, the the type of player that I believe I was. Um, you know, I, th- I think now you do see uh, you see those qualities and those traits in, in, in it. Were you guys captains at Tech same year? Uh, different year. I redshirted. He didn't. Gotcha. He was just that good, huh? Uh, he uh, he came in, played uh, played as a true freshman. He ended up starting. Uh, I redshirted. In your defense, it is harder for an offensive lineman to play as a true freshman. Yeah, it is. And you know, we brought in in that class that year. I think we brought ten or twelve offensive linemen in and offensive and defensive linemen. Uh, Travaris, you know, came in in a group of you know really good skill players. Uh, and, and that was kind of the beginning of a rebuild uh, of the of the football program then, and he played and ended up starting uh, every you know every year thereafter. And it was a physical safety. He was a student of the game, uh, knew knew the game inside and out. Uh, and he would come up and and and, and lay a lick, and, and, and it was sure surefire tackler. Uh, you know, could support, support in the run game as well as you know make plays in coverage. You t- uh, mentioned this earlier, Miami, second in the nation in rush defense. They're allowing 48 yards per game. They have had some issues in their pass defense, but can't argue either with the fact that they're second nationally in yards per carry allowed. They've got a new defensive coordinator, and Lance Gidrew comes from Marshall. What makes them a salty, stingy defense against the run? Yeah, well, they've got good players. They, they do. They, you know, they, they've got uh, you know, good players uh, in, in the front seven, but also they've got you know, good depth. So they, they roll a lot of guys in there. They stay fresh. Uh, you know, they're able to play. Uh, they're able to play hard uh, for the, the the entirety of the game because of the other way they roll some guys in there. You know, they've got good size, length on the edge. Uh, guys that can you know really rush the passer uh, and and you know stop the run. And then they vary it up between you know the, the fronts and the mixes the mix of the blitzes that they play that, that make it really hard on uh, you to be able to run the ball between the tackles. And they've got good team speed. Uh, so, you know, it would be a big challenge for us. Is that uh, the common thread with Lance Gidry? Because you look at his, his team at Marshall last year, they were also among the nation's leaders in rush defense, and he's replicated that at Miami. That That's the key to keeping offenses off balance is the way they mix things up on the front? Yeah, you know, he was a little more... Uh, 
a little more vanilla last year with what he did, and he's a little more active up front this year with, with some of the, you know, the some of the scheme part. It's not an overly complicated scheme, but you know they've got some athletes down there that can uh, that, that can do those different things uh, and and you know create penetration and create those negative plays and get in the backfield. And uh, you know whereas last year he was a little more vanilla, but he had you know guys that could run. I mean the the the, the common denominator uh wherever he's been you know is that those guys on defense they run yeah they cover a lot of ground this being a night game and we'll get things started a little after eight o'clock on saturday night you've had a road night game versus Ole miss this year you've had a night road game versus wake forest another one on saturday i've always wondered what is a head coach's sleep like after the game if you even are able to close your eyes so you know, after the game, you know, an away game, usually. I can tell I made you tired just by asking that question. I saw you rubbing your eyes as you're trying to, to figure out uh, the amount of sleeplessness you have after uh, night games on the road. Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, getting back to the plane, getting back home. Uh, we usually, I think this game was a 3.30, 4.30 a.m. arrival by the time we'll get back here, and that's with no delays. Uh, you know, a late night home game, you usually get out probably an hour and a half. Uh, or so to maybe two hours after the game, probably about two hours uh, after the game, we'll get out of here. Uh, then, you know, whether it's, you know, go home at a home game or uh, by the time you get on the plane, crank the, uh, you know, crank the little laptop up and start grading the tape, watching the film. Uh, and, you know, there, there's not really sleep on the plane because uh, you're trying to, you know, get the part of the, you know, get the game watched. And it's all three phases. It's a continuous edit copy that I watch from the first kickoff to the last play of the game and you know then you know, get on get, get back on the bus head back here by the time you get back home it's probably another you know hour or more after you land so uh and, and your, your your juices are still flowing at that point where you it's it's hard to you know put your head down because now you're thinking about well you know when you got to get you know back up and get rolling the next day so uh you know it does take a toll uh, at times. That's why you know I think the the, the bye week coming when it does ends up uh, being a good time for us. So are you watching that sunrise on Sunday morning? Still looking at tape? I have before, yeah. I have before. Gotcha. When does the adrenaline wear off? Yeah, let's take Wake Forest as an example. Big win on the road, but you're right. I mean, plane does not land at Hartsfield until a little after two in the morning if memory serves and you're still grinding away grading the tape you have that first staff meeting at what at noon uh, on on sunday yeah one yeah and so there's a lot that still needs to get done so uh, the bus rolls up here outside your offices around 2 30 or so on sunday morning straight into your office keep grading grinding or, or what, what what's the the plan of attack no i i, I get in my truck and head home yeah. and you know by the time i get home it's you know I'll, I'll, whatever i have left that i've you know kind of sequence that i'm in i'll i'll finish that up uh and i think after the weight game it was about 4 a.m when i you know went and crawled into bed uh about four you know i think old miss was 4 30 somewhere around there um no, but I do make a point to to, to go home, uh, just so the, the the fact that the next morning I can have a chance to see Danielle and Harper, and uh, not let that not let that day go by that I that I don't have a chance to see them. Do you guys have any Sunday morning traditions as a family before you head back into the office? Yeah, uh, you know, 
depending on what time that I, I get back in the office, you know, like I said, you know, staff, they, they'll, they'll start watching things at 11, um, you know, 10, between 10 and 11, I'll do, uh, you know, start, start on my work here. Uh, but I've got a, uh, fortunate to have an office set up at the house where I, as soon as I get up, I can go down and start, you know, the same, you know, work there while Harper gets up. And, uh, you know, in the past she's done, uh, it's usually pancake morning on Sunday. Oh, nice. So, you know, win, lose, or draw on Sunday, you know, it's, uh, it's that, that dose of, of, of family that I, I, I that I've got to have, that they have to have, and there, there's nothing that's going to replace that. That's awesome. Nothing like a good stack of pancakes with your daughter. No question. Oh, that, that tastes as good as anything that you will get at any five-star hotel. Let's take another timeout. We will, again, dive a little more deeply into Miami, some of their quirks offensively, some of the challenges that that will present for Georgia Tech, and what will it take for Georgia Tech to emerge from Hard Rock Stadium with another road ACC win. We'll wrap up the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hell of Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the beer finder at newrealmbrewing.com and visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the East Side Beltline Trail. 2024 is closer than you think. Whoa, let's have Halloween first. The new year always brings new prices. Getting a fresh R.S. Andrews AC or furnace now is guaranteed to save you money next year. It's good to celebrate early. Just another way R.S. Andrews makes you smile. You'll save money on the new system, and you'll save for years on your energy bills. I'm smiling about the new year. RSAndrews.com. How can we make you smile? In real estate, it's all about the amenities. I should know. I'm an agent. At Hyundai, all of our models offer first-class features, like Android Auto, an available Bose premium audio system, heated front and rear seats, and wireless device charging. It's like an upscale home on wheels in here. It's your journey. Own every mile. Now, get 2.99% APR for 60 months or up to 1,500 total savings on the 2023 and 2024 Tucson. Visit your local Hyundai dealer today. Offer ends October 31st. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Recycle. Compost. Eat local. Eat vegan. Don't use straws. Don't use plastic bags. Don't use hairspray. Drive a hybrid. Drive an electric. With so many ways to help the environment, it could be overwhelming. But the easiest way to make a difference can be as simple as paying your gas bill. With the Greener Life program from Georgia Natural Gas, your natural gas usage is carbon neutral. Join Greener Life to offset the carbon emissions from heating your home and help keep Georgia a little greener. Sign up today at gng.com slash green. It's not a trait. It's not a talking point. Here, toughness is a tradition. It's woven into the white and gold, defines everything we do on the flats. Toughness is timeless. Take away the glitz, the flash, the attention, the adulation. Only toughness can lead to greatness. And here, we have more of it than you know. It's forged some of our greatest successes, elevated us beyond what others expect, from a kick to a lead to a miracle. Hall of Famers, national champions, and those who have transformed the sport. And through it all, we've done it our way, not like anyone else, because we don't aspire to be like everyone else. So let others preach it. 
because we epitomize it. And on game day, you learn what Georgia Tech toughness is all about. Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Georgia Tech versus number 17, Miami Tomies Leather. 8 o'clock will be on the air with the Ramblin' Red kickoff show starting at 6 o'clock from Hard Rock Stadium, the most notorious broadcast location in the ACC. But I'm sure that uh, doesn't cause you to lose any sleep at night, Coach. We'll still make it an entertaining show for you. And look forward to bringing you all the action of the Yellow Jackets and the Miami Hurricanes. So as we talked about, Brent, they are 4-0. They've gotten a a rejuvenated Tyler Van Dyke who is banged up. He actually didn't play versus Tech last year because of a shoulder injury. He's number two in the nation right now in passer rating behind Southern Cal's Caleb Williams. 11 touchdown passes, just one interception. What is his scouting report, and what does he do so well guiding this new air raid-styled Miami offense? Yeah, he does. He's, he's a good quarterback all around. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's delivers good football. He's got a good feel for the, the game overall, what they want to get done, uh, how they want to control the game offensively. Uh, he's got good skill on the, on the perimeter, uh, probably as good a skill as I've seen at, at Miami in a, lot of, in, in a long time. And uh, you know, running backs are able to make, make a guy miss in the hole and, and take it for big, big yardage. Uh, and then you know, he, he puts the ball in the money. He knows where it's supposed to go. He, he's got a, you know, a quick release and get the ball out. Uh, and, and get it to his playmakers. Uh, their new offensive coordinator is Shannon Dawson, who came from Houston with Dana Holgerson. So he's an air raid disciple, and that's how they describe Miami's new offense. You read stories about the air raid and some of the pioneers of that offense, whether it's Hal Mummy or Mike Leach, and they all do a man. I don't know if they're just being coy, but they all say it's not that complicated an offense. It's actually quite simple. Do you see it that way, or is there more complexity to the air raid and, and the types of things they do than, than maybe those coaches let on? Good players make it a lot easier. <laughs> That's uh, true. I've, I've seen the air raid uh, you know, be deflated uh, numerous times at numerous places when uh, they don't have a, a Van Dyke playing quarterback and, and the, the, the skill that they have down there. So, no, but the, the, the whole the whole point of it, and look, there's, there's a lot of air raid principles involved, but there's a lot of other principles involved in that offense as well. It's not just strictly an air raid offense. Uh, you know, some of the, the, the concepts and the verbiage are, are clean. Uh, they're clear. They're easy to, to, to pick up on, but they've got other variables in, in their offense that uh, allow them to be very multiple. It's got air in the name, but yet you look at Miami and they're ninth in the nation in rushing. They're, they're averaging more than 222 yards a game on the ground. So what kinds of run plays uh, will you expect from the Hurricanes and Georgia Tech fans can expect from them on Saturday? Inside zone encounter. That's all it is? That's, uh, there, there's other things too, but you know, that's, that's the bread and butters that they uh, um, – they, they, they're going to run the ball between the tackles and you know and be able to force your guys to uh, you know come up. They got a big offensive line. You know they got some young guys on there, but they, they've got some guys that uh, can get some movement. And uh, you know then when the when the play bounces, you know it, there's there's a lot of room out there to run. I, I know the ability of finishing off tackles was not 
at the standard you wanted it to be versus Bowling Green, but you had eight tackles for loss as a team. So that's 18 in the last two day, uh, two games. Are you seeing uh, that trend in the right direction, seeing more of, of what you need to see I- I- as far as getting those negative plays? Yeah, we've got to, we've got to create negative plays. We've got to get people off schedule. Uh, we, we have improved in that area, but we've also, th- th- we've got to, We've got to understand the situational aspect of it, of you know when we go for a negative or when we, uh, you, know, you know, for what, lack of a better word, you know, you know, kind of mush, mush rush up front to keep the quarterback contained. So, continue, you know, uh, understand the situational part of it, you know, and putting the players in the in the right positions to have that happen. Uh, how does a Miami air raid offense try to stress a, a secondary? Your DBs, your safeties, and what will they need to be particularly sharp at on Saturday? Could you say that again? Just the, the air raid and stressing a secondary. I, I, look, anybody who's listened to this show knows. Coaches, we, we always appreciate their time with us, but there is some multitasking going on, so uh, that, that is no problem. Uh, the, the air raid, the way it stresses a secondary and what your guys, your DBs and safeties, will need to be on alert for come Saturday so that they can be effective. Yeah, the, the thing about the, the simplicity and the air raid principles are uh, – you know the, the ball comes out quick right it, it does get the ball out there in space there's vertical elements uh to it but it, it our guys have got to you know be able to you know contain leverage on the football uh be able to you know come up and, and, and make tackles but also have the you know have the other guys with them in space and we've got to force the quarterback to to get rid of the football and, and to throw the timing off in that uh in that offense i think that uh south florida humidity might channel the short sleeve hooded sweatshirt on saturday What's it supposed to be? Uh, well, I saw the the forecast high was ninety that day, but it it's eighty two at game time, right? Yeah, but it's still going to be muggy. You know it, that. It was like eighty six out here today. Well, that's true. Or eighty four. So you never get overheated wearing that. No, I, I spent twelve years in Orlando yeah. at UCF, and it was. You know, I, I promise you, you know, the, 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 the heat gets just as hot, if not hotter, uh, here, here in Atlanta. Uh, you will be well prepared for it, and I know your Yellow Jackets will be as well as we head down to Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens, Florida, if you want to be specific about it. Georgia Tech and number 17 Miami. Again, Tommy Slather at 8 o'clock, and then on to the bye week for the Yellow Jackets, and we'll see if Georgia Tech can enter that week of resting and recharging with a road win over a ranked opponent. They did that twice last Last year, they did it against North Carolina and Pittsburgh, and they will try to do the same against the 4-0 number 17 Miami Hurricanes. And on that, we wrap up this week's edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai. Coach, uh, we will not have a show next week because of the bye week, so uh, we appreciate the time and look forward to catching up with you in Miami. Go get them. Appreciate it. Go Jackets. He's Brent Key. I'm Andy DeBetcher. For all of us, we thank you once again for listening to the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. And we're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm, best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. We got a game to call. football time which turns sunday and thursday into the best days of the week well they just got better because now through october 29th kino has 30 percent higher payouts during bonus hours 
Win $500, it becomes $650. The bonus hours are Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. So play Kino online and anywhere Kino is sold and get 30% higher payouts during bonus hours. Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Only from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. You know Georgia Tech football is exciting to watch. But here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, Local Union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future. A future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel. A unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash Vogel. That's georgiapower.com slash V-O-G-T-L-E. You've been listening to the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.